Hi and welcome back. My name is Dunde Yuwono and this is Creative Days Podcast. Untuk edisi kali ini, Creative Days punya sesuatu yang spesial untuk kamu yang suka banget sama lau. Yep, stay tune karena sepanjang podcast ini kamu bakal dengerin segala hal soal Lauf dan akan ada interview juga sama Lauf. You better stay tune right here. First up, kita sama dulu nih para admin dari akun fanbase Lauf di Indonesia yaitu Lauf.indo dan Lauf Indonesia. Hello, please introduce yourself. Halo, aku Valin, admin dari Lauf.indo. Hi Valin, oke, okay, Lauf tuh sempat merilis single berjudul Modern Loneliness, right? Dan menurut kamu, lagu ini relatable atau enggak sih sebenarnya? Menurut aku pribadi, lagu Modern Loneliness tuh ya relatable banget sih sama kehidupan khususnya anak muda saat ini. Ya kayak kebanyakan anak muda tuh sekarang tuh ngomongin soal depresi lah, mental illness lah, apapun deh yang berhubungan sama kesehatan secara psikologi. Kenapa tuh menurut kamu relatable banget? Ya lagu ini tuh ya aku bisa bilang cocok sih, soalnya kayak ada beberapa part tuh yang merasa, oke okay, ini tuh gue banget nih, ini tuh bener nih yang kayak contohnya aja di part refnya ya, itu yang kayak membahas soal kita nggak pernah sendiri tapi kita selalu merasa depresi itu sih yang menurut aku tuh cocok relatable banget lah sama kondisi saat ini oke okay, setuju banget anyway kalau misalnya nih Lauf lagi dengerin podcast ini apa yang bakal kamu sampaikan ke dia kalau misalkan Lauf dengar podcast ini aku cuma bilang terima kasih thank you Ari for making a lot of incredible songs thank you for share how you feeling to us with your songs and last love you Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you, Valin. Next up, we have Ninda. Hi, hello. Um, aku Ninda, salah satu admin dari fan account Love.Indonesia. Oke, okay, sama nih pertanyaannya sama Valin. Modern Loneliness, Love Latest Song, ya? Relatable nggak sih menurut kamu? Terus kenapa? Sangat-sangat relatable banget sih. I think he made this song for loneliness generation out there. Ya nggak sih? Kayak... Liriknya aja, we're never alone, but always depressed, kayak, kan simple ya liriknya, tapi menurutku tuh, uh, meaningnya itu loh yang deep banget, terus juga, love my friends to death, but I never call, I never text them. Um, jadi kita tuh sebenarnya nggak sendirian, kita nggak ngerasa kesepian juga, kita uh, masih dikelilingin sama banyak teman-teman kita, tapi tuh kadang ya, kita tuh kayak ngerasa, kok hati gue kosong banget ya terus kita juga nggak tahu mau bergantung sama siapa aku pikir sih so relevant to this time sih ya he's trying to be honest lewat lagu ini terus juga kayak uh, dia ngebahas tentang uh, depression anxiety kesehatan mental juga yang uh, berada di seumuran love terus juga umur-umur yang lebih muda dari love um, di masa sekarang ini yang kehidupan kita tuh Uh, apa ya selalu terhubung dengan sosial media, ya kan? Dimana sosial media itu uh, seakan-akan ngebuat kita tuh jadi self obses. Terus apa ya yang kira-kira followers kita pikirin tentang kita based on apa yang kita posting di sosmed. Terus kita juga jadi bertanya-tanya, do I look good enough or something? Bla bla bla. Nah ini nih biasanya yang jadi sumber depresi kita. Terus kita juga akhirnya jadi uh, apa ya ngerasa kesepian ya gitu nggak sih kayak soalnya aku tuh pernah merasakan ini gitu 
Dan ini tuh biasanya sering banget terjadi di kota-kota besar sih Khususnya memang anak-anak muda, milenial Ya menurut aku memang sangat-sangat relate banget lah dengan kehidupan nyata And final question, give Ari some message from you um, I really want to say uh, thank you so so much for existing Thank you for being inspiration Thank you for giving us the best music And helping a lot of people with your music I am so proud being your fan since the very very beginning uh, and look at you getting so famous now uh, yeah I wish you the best I hope you will keep doing the music that you love don't worry your fans will not let you go um, good luck and everything uh, please take care of yourself be happy always and I am looking forward to see you back in Jakarta and Reunite with you for the third time. Alright, alright. Thank you so much, girls. Now let's get back to business. Let's have a chat with the one and only Love. I'm so tired of songs, tired of songs, tired of songs, tired of just wanna go home, wanna go home, wanna go home. Hey Ari, aka Love. Congratulations for your latest album. How I'm feeling? So tell us more about the concept behind. This album, my album, How I'm Feeling, is very much a process album, like a process I had to go through as a person. Because I kind of went through this time where I was really struggling with, honestly, my identity and like who I was supposed to be, especially with like the internet, knowing how to portray myself. And this album really was me figuring out that as an artist and as a person, it's okay to be complex. And so I wanted to find a way to kind of present that, you know, to find a way to personify these different aspects of personality. So you created a Little Love for this album. Uh, can you tell us more about Little Love? How does it make you feel? For a long time, it made me feel really stressed out. I felt like I was like, it was like the simulation where I was trying to pick like, how am I going to portray myself in this post on Instagram or whatever it was, you know, like, am I going to be this guy? Am I going to be that guy? Which are all aspects of who I am and it stressed me out. And I think at the end of this all, I've kind of just realized that everybody is really complicated and a lot of people go through that kind of struggle of trying to figure out, you know, who to be. I'm still in process, but learning how to kind of come to peace with that and just like, instead of thinking about it, just being and just letting whatever happens happen. So you've been a huge name in the music industry nowadays, right? And how was success and fame change you? I think I have honestly become a lot closer with myself and the person that I am and have become more confident in myself. I think at first it went the opposite way. In the beginning, I lost a lot of confidence in myself because I felt very like, what is going on? Like people are paying attention to me. I don't even know who I am. What am I supposed to do? And I think especially with this album, I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna just do whatever feels natural. Like musically, I'm not gonna stick to one sound. I'm not gonna pen myself into this one place and I'm just gonna be. And um, I think that's helped me a lot actually mentally. Right, next question. We're gonna talk about the little love especially the existentialist. What are some sacrifice do you have? So, I mean, I think anybody can find anything, you know, that they have to give up or something they have to compromise in their life, but I get to do what I love to do every single day. Okay, next question will be, how do you deal with self-doubt? Act very self-deprecating so other people can't doubt me because I doubt myself first. Did you ever feel like giving up though? At the beginning, I literally thought I would never make it. I actually got a tattoo that was specifically to commit to me finishing the album. I think, you know, the whole thing was a bit of like an identity, I don't want to say crisis, but kind of identity crisis. So it's come out stronger on that. Okay, let's move on to the hopeless romantic. Another little love. 
Why do you enjoy collaboration? Collaborations are, I think, equally for me, equally part kind of scary, but also really fun because you have no idea, you know, especially when you're meeting somebody new and you're getting in the studio,、um, how you're gonna vibe. You know, sometimes you get in the studio with somebody and it's kind of weird and you don't make anything good.、Um, but sometimes there's that magic where you guys totally feel each other on like a certain experience and you get to make a song out of it. And I think that's just like really, I don't know, it's a really unique experience. I'm kind of working with people on this album that. Before I was an artist, I would have dreamed of writing songs for, and it's just yeah, it's just an absolute dream come true. It's been really cool. Right. So, how do you develop a connection between those collaborations? It happens differently every time. You know, for example, like me and Troy, that happened over time. At first, we wrote a really bad song, and I think once we got kind of past that barrier and we spent more time together, we shot the videos. Most of the people I work with, but really all the people I work with, are really sweet. So it's it's pretty easy to kind of like get to know each other. Okay, let's move on to the next little love. This is the class clown or goofy love. Besides music, what's your biggest achievement? Okay, I think my biggest achievement is maintaining good friendships and relationships with my family because I think that's I don't know as you get older and as life gets more complicated, that becomes harder and harder to do. Okay, so when is class clown love most helpful? Goofy love, aka the class clown, has been I think like the aspect of me that diffuses situations, or is also it's kind of a defense mechanism. I think comedy is kind of that way sometimes. Not be helpful sometimes. I find that it's a crutch. You know what I mean? Okay, next up we got Mr. Positive. Do you have any advice for your fans? I think a lot of people struggle feeling like they have to have like a personal brand, or they're supposed to be one way, or present themselves one way, so people love them and accept them. And I think as humans, we're very complicated, and until we accept all the different parts of ourselves, we can't be comfortable in this world and confident. If you can send some message to ten years old love, what message or advice would it be? It would be to not doubt the person that I am and stop trying to like fit into other people's vibes, you know, because it only led me. To second guess myself and to become something I wasn't. And then, what about、um, advice for yourself today? One piece of advice for myself today: chill out, chill out. Speaking of advice, what's the best and the worst advice anyone's ever given to you? I think the best advice I've been given by a few people is because I've been like very much an overthinker for a lot of years in my life. Was that sometimes just making a decision is better? Like you can't always make the right decision. Sometimes you just got to make a decision. The worst advice someone has ever given me was to stop singing. Actually, you know what? That was the best advice I was ever given to not sing. It's the best and worst advice because them telling me that I should stop singing was the reason that I kept singing. Yeah. All right, let's hear it from the fuck boy. <laughs> Do you visualize when you write and sing though? Sometimes I think in like music videos, if that makes sense, or like movies. Like I imagine if I'm like trying to get a section right, I imagine like how, what would be happening on screen in that moment. When I sing. I feel like usually I'm focusing on like a memory, for example. That's kind of like the thing that usually happens for me is I focus on a memory or like a visual vibe. So how did you visualize this project?、Um, my last project was all like this whole blue vibe, which was kind of like the hopeless romantic character from How I'm Feeling. And so basically, with with the new album, I wanted to find a way to kind of represent like every aspect of my personality with a different color. Because、um, it's all about you know like embracing all of it. Okay, so I'm a little bit curious about when did fuckboy love emerge? I don't know. I think whether people want to admit it or not, I think everybody has at least a little smidgen of fuckboy in them. And I think some people are a little bit more than others. But 
I don't know, if, if I'm gonna make something that's about embracing every aspect of yourself, obviously it's, it's an exaggerated character. I wanted to like represent that properly, so. Right, let's move on to the last little love. This is Spicy Love. Who is Spicy Love? Spicy Love, I think is the love responsible for just doing shit his own way and saying, I don't need the approval of other people or the direction of other people to be a free artist. How do you deal with people who place boundaries in you? I just try to ignore people who try to place boundaries on me, yeah. Okay, thank you so much for those little love for the interview. Let's move on to the love himself. Hey love, what does this album reveal about you? I think the biggest thing for me was the learning process that people are really complex and I wanted to make people feel comfortable with that idea that they don't have to just be one thing all the time and they're allowed to be different versions of themselves depending on how they feel on any given day. So your songs most likely talked about mental health. What does you think it's important to talk about mental health? I just think it's important for everybody to be talking about mental health, you know, and I think a lot more people are just because it's something that I think a lot of people shy away from talking about because it is so like it's not physical, you know what I'm saying? So it's like hard to kind of grasp like when people talk about anxiety and depression and suffering from OCD or bipolar, it's like very, it can mean so many different things. And so I think it's just important, you know, for people to feel comfortable just opening up about their specific experiences because I think it helps other people. I mean, creating the Blue Boy Foundation was important for me just because like when I was going through like my worst of times, the thing that got me through was other people helping me, you know, and having those resources of people around me and a therapist, a psychiatrist, my best friends. And so I kind of wanted to create a way where I could in some way help other people who are also struggling. Okay, so uh, how I'm feeling is your debut album after a while. How do you feel to finally complete this album and release it? Completing the album felt, I don't know, it's one of those things I anticipated for a really long time, like my first proper album. So it felt both really really exciting but also like bittersweet because you're kind of like time to make the next one i guess <laughs> okay last question for me how will you look back on this record this album feels like a turning point for me because it's like i released a lot of music before then but it felt very much like it was like i kind of pigeonholed myself to only release a certain kind of music and this is the first time i'm like i can do anything I want to do, you know, as an artist. And it's like first time I feel like limitless. Okay, love, thank you so much for your time. And we're looking forward to meet you here in Indonesia as soon as possible, yeah? Ya yes, Siri listeners, itu tadi obrolannya Dunde barengan sama Lau. Thank you so much untuk kamu yang sudah dengerin dari awal sampai akhir. Terima kasih juga untuk Love the Records Indonesia yang bikin kesempatan ini jadi terlaksana ya. Terima kasih juga untuk admin-admin dari love.indo dan juga love.indonesia. Dan yang terakhir, don't forget to listen to Love debut album How I'm Feeling. Finally, my name is Dunde Yuwono signing off the air. See you on the next Creative Disc Podcast. Hi Indonesia, this is Valve. I miss you guys. Um, I just want to say my debut album, Common Feeling, is out now. I'm so excited. You can check that out. And my new single, Modern Loneliness, only on creativedisc.com, the number one music website in Indonesia. This is Creative Disc Podcast.